Hey, I'm Carrie. I'm Sandra. <laughs> and what are we? The Screaming Divas. Or as Carrie calls us. Divas in the Woods. Divas in the Woods. Because what's happened to our lives? <laughs> in the Woods. So All who right, do we interview? Who? Um, uh, we have a really special funny person today. And her name is? Christine Gerke. The Gerke. Yep. Heldon Mommy. Soprano extraordinaire. Mama of two. Yep. And uh, there might be a little history between Miss Gerke and I, but you kind of got to watch this clip to find out why. Check it out. <laughs> Fine. Well, you didn't even Thanks. know you had that hair, Christine. I didn't. I used to get perms because the 80s. I know. It was not good. I know. Can you believe that? And as did I when I was younger. No, I didn't know I had this. It was the 80s. We all got them. We also had bi levels. Oh, yes, we did. Yes. That was a mistake. Oh my God, you guys are cracking me listen i really don't give a shit if people do this but will you always want them to do it what is it brush their teeth <laughs> floss please floss um subscribe just push the button people so i and then maybe we can stop saying this to everybody <laughs> i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna get the bell out today no no, no why no it's rude it's, it's rude. rude but please and and floss. okay yes it's what and floss too please and oh please yeah my dad always said floss the ones you want to keep Ding. <laughs> oh my god that is some hair morning all place you're not the only one with cool coffee cups the size of your head let's see <laughs> this <laughs> praise jesus hallelujah honey <laughs> it's not making me awesome yet but it better damn well start working soon because <laughs> i need all the help i can get <laughs> Oh man. Good it, morning. How come 10 a.m. seems so early this morning? Listen, I don't know. We have to do something about the whole time thing. It's not working out in my favor. <laughs> and no. I sound like a bass. Girl, <laughs> I'm turning up the volume because I want to hear all that bass. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wait, okay. Um Duncan, Duncan is in the house. <laughs> Just saying. Well, Wait, well, she's peeling off her t-shirt. I almost wore this because this is really how I really feel like this. Okay, I have nothing cool to show you, seriously, <laughs> other than the fact that my kids put uh, this on the side of the, what is this on the side? Kleenex I don't box. I don't even know what this means, but that's the most graphics I've got for you this morning and whatever the hell this is. So, okay. Okay. Well, pretty I, cool. I, I don't know. I want to talk about that. What is it like being home all this time and kids and school and crazy insanity it means that this is usually filled with bourbon <laughs> is that on the keto diet <laughs> bourbon totally is <laughs> yes yes Yee! i can't put mixers in it but bourbon legal um yeah no it's uh, look i you know you guys are probably going through this too it's it's a mixed blessing how long has it been since we have been able to spend this long in our own beds? So that's amazing. Right. But at the same time, I, it's, it's tough. You know, there's no right way to parent when we do this for a living. Some people, their kids are super cool with being on the road. 
my kids are not, they need the stability of being in one place. And we saw that really early on. There was a lot of, you're not here. Oh. True. Awful. True. But now that I'm here, they're like, can you go back to work? And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's careful what you wish for, kiddos. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry for saying you your face grow. Really great picture. And I'm. Oh, and another one. That's look. That looks like a middle finger. Christine, you need to plug in your your computer. Oh yes, I got the screenshot of of, of the frozenness because you were going like this. It's really good. I'll send it to you later. Oh, dear. <laughs> I think we all need to laugh today. Yeah. Yep. I I am in desperate need of laughing today. It's Do been I've- a rough weekend. I'm sorry. What's going on? You want to talk about it? Yeah. Oh, well, no, I mean, I just, you know, the weekend Remember was we coming and I was... show, right? Yeah, we, no, whatever. It's, it's fine. I, I was uh, doing good and looking forward to the weekend. And then I just started getting text messages from everybody on Friday saying, do not turn the news on. And I was like, uh, okay, uh, well, you tell me not to do something. Of course, I'm going to do it. And uh, yeah, we cried for a couple of hours at my house. And... Uh, is it's just it's it's a rough time uh, for the world right now, and every loss of good and righteous is it's a blow, and uh, especially right now when we are all sort of clinging to the the light, <laughs> to to have a bit of it extinguished is difficult. So uh, yeah, but it's okay. The sun is shining. We're all still here. Yeah, and I don't think that she would want us to be that way. I think, I mean, you know, in talking with her, I think we all have talked with her numerous times. I mean, she was a finer man and I think she'd be like, y'all need to get your, as Sandra says, and and band together. And the best thing you can do for me and my legacy is get your ass to the voting poll and vote. So, and not just that, I mean, you know, the thing that was so miraculous about this lady, aside from the fact that she was one of the most brilliant minds of our time is that the adversity that woman has faced her entire life and just gotten it done, right? And I mean, I keep thinking of all the things that I want to accomplish. And I think, well, you know, there's so many reasons I can't do this, but so what? <laughs> look, look what this woman stood for. Every time I feel like I can't, I think, and I was like, no, actually I will. So that's what I'm taking away from this. And that's how I'm planning to honor her legacy. And we move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another woman can take over her position. Well, well, let's hope it's the right woman. (laughs) Yeah, it's Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. When when I was reading, I was like, oh, oh Lord. Oh, no. Yeah. There's always this option. (laughs) I am missing this option. What's happening? I'm going to go to gallery view so I can see you both at the same time. Oh, there you are. This option. Girl, don't think oh, I Canada. It. Except, who's going to stay here and fix this nonsense? That's true. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But no! Listen, I, uh, I am a very large fan of our neighbors to the north, as you know. So, uh, you know, we take it one day at a time. That's all we can do. Well, you know what? I got the best of both worlds. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. So, so for the tax, tax issue thing aside. Okay, aside. 
That's I a lot of things. I on the phone with my husband right now, Ms. Gerke. Uh-uh. Someone you used to date? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Why is he on the phone with your husband? I have no idea, speaking of randomness, like why he <laughs> even called, but yeah. I okay. think my husband just slammed the phone down. Oh, that would be such a shock to hear. Okay. okay, we need to like backtrack a little bit. So I'm actually gonna interview the two of you just for one moment. So you two yes. diva drama queens. Okay, listen up. So <laughs> I don't think that everybody knows this, but you two go back a really long, long time. Like, you guys know what it's like to hang out with your bra off and talk about everything. So, this is my sister from another mother. Exactly. That, that happened. That, yes, that did happen. Okay, so <laughs> who wants to set, go first? Like, how long have you known each other? Boom, go, Sandra. Time. Five years? 20, yeah. Five years? 24 years? 25 years. We're, we're rolling up on, tw yeah, tw rolling up on 26, but 25. How did you guys end up being roommates in New York City when you were in the Young Artist Program at the Metropolitan Opera? Right. Why, Miss Alcom? I'm going to let Miss Kirky answer that. <laughs> well, actually, the that was a funny thing because we were both about to take an a, a apartment in a building um, a couple blocks away from the Met. It was just going up at the time. And, um, you know, at <laughs> Sandra, you were in that third or fourth floor walk up on East 80. Was eighth? 80, yeah, 88, I think. Something yeah. if, and, um, and Lex, and, you know, this teeny tiny little place, and I was in um, a tiny one-bedroom on 54th that I would have to call Sandra to find out what the weather was like because I was this far, my windows were this far from a brick wall. On the second floor, I had no sunlight. Is the brick wall wet, Christine, or is it is not? It, and you're like, is it wet? Okay, it. it's raining. Okay, I got it. You know, like... Put your hand outside the window. I don't know. That's don't horrible. Know. That's horrible. Oh, it was horrible. But then we heard about this. We were about to be both paying 1970 a month or something. Remember when one bedrooms in a new building were 1970 a month? Adorable. Yeah. And we thought that was a lot of money. And I said, can you imagine what we could get if we put our money together for $4,000 a month? <laughs> so we started nosing around and we spoke to a very nice realtor who said, I have the place. And we were like, cool. And he said, all right, now, you, it's been on the market and it's not been taken in two months and they're desperate. So you're going to need to offer them less money. And I said, okay, well, who wants to do the talking? I was thrown right under the bus. You do it. All right. You do it. I'm not going to do, do it. it. So we walked up to the building that is on the corner of Central Park South and Columbus Circle. Yep. And we Where thought. It was? Yeah. Was only 4000 a month? Yeah. Well, it was at the time, and they were desperate, and I, we walked in. It was a gorgeous apartment. I mean, yeah. it faced 58th Street and the garbage cans, but it was on the 10th floor, and beggars can't be choosers. Okay, so how much? <laughs> how garbage much day was really fun. It was a great place. So they said, uh, right. So, and I said, listen, um, I, I don't suppose that, you know, this is what we do. I don't suppose you can take 3500 a month. And I said, absolutely not. And I said, well, look, I completely understand. It's a lovely place. I'm sure somebody's going to snap this up any second. You have a good day. We started walking. And I'm like, <laughs> we're like, Christine, wait. Christine, no. <laughs> you got it so for we $35,000? Yep. And that's what the guy told me to ask for. But when we went back in and I said, and we're going to need a two-year lease. And she's like, absolutely not. <laughs> the realtor was like, what? <laughs> but she agreed. She did. So yep, did you live there? Two bath, fireplace fireplace working uh, fireplace Amazing. all right okay 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 
So any epic parties there that we can gossip about? Sondra did not know I was going to ask that. That just kind of came out like right now. I'm going to go ahead and have a sip of coffee and pretend <laughs> it's tea. Okay. So were you like, you know, sometimes with roommates, like by the time you're done with it, you're like, um, I love you, but I hate you. Or I love you, I love you. Or I don't know. There might have been a moment of that. There was a moment of that. There was a moment of that. And the funny thing is, is I actually felt really badly because you know all the things that you know when you're starting out and then you know all the things that you have so little knowledge by the time you go five years further. It's true. And uh, I mean, I when you're in the first stages of a career, you have a very specific idea and your idealistic ideas about how this is going to go and how it should be done. And, you know, being 26 years into it, there's no one way this should be done. But, no you know, they're coming at it in different directions. And boy, we come jealous. at it in different directions. I was extremely jealous because Christine was a year ahead of me, even though we're the same age, actually I'm older. By how much? A month and a half or some nonsense. Yeah. But yeah, but the, you know, this is, this was like before cell phones really were a big thing even. So we had a, a, a house phone, you know, and Christine was one year ahead and she was so much more advanced vocally than me. And so the, every time the phone rang, I'm like, oh yeah, that's another contract. What? Yeah, totally. What? Yeah, you did. You knew that. I was like, oh yeah. So I did you. not know that. Get out of oh, here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's another contract for Christine. And I'm like, when is it my turn? Well, well I don't know. Now? Serious shit, man. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So there you go. Carrie's like, oh yeah. There you go. Gossip. No, because the funny thing is, is that, you know, I, I was all set to like break the mold. Cause I was like, you know what? I am six feet tall. I have this ass. I will always have this ass. And I am not going to be like dragged into, am I allowed to say that? Cause I totally did. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we're fine. not PG rated. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I know I'm kind of like waiting for like Lizzo to happen like right now, like with that ass, you know, like that's what made that me, ass. Was, I was ready. I was ready for you to like stand up and be like, oh. <laughs> no, but I mean, really, I am walking into this and look, I could name the people right down the list who are like, you need to look like this. And I was like, I am six feet tall with this ass. I am never going to look like that. And I thought, but meanwhile, here comes Madalena over here wandering in with the voice and the looks and the thing and the, the Dubonnet of it all. We'll, Dubonnet. We'll, we'll get to Dubonnet. Dubonnet. Wait, <laughs> just for you today. You're not wearing it. Oh, yes, I am. Why are you sassy? Well, excuse me, but Dubonnet is the best lipstick color ever by Mac. Well, okay, fine, but it does not go with fuchsia, so I I bagged off today. Sorry. It was, it was a, you know what? It was a great time because I think that having your best friend in a business where people don't lift each other up but break each other down, we were constantly there for each other, and when we would come home and have a really bad day or, you know, somebody said really something stupid to us at the Met, which never happened. Um, no. Never. Uh, we were there to, to lift each other up and to support each other and say, you know what, tomorrow's another day. And no, you don't actually suck, Sandra. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I remember one day an employee at the Met told Christine, because, you know, we didn't make a lot of money. 
in this young arts program. And paying that rent was difficult. And I remember one day somebody at the Met said to Christine, remember that what you wore that one day? She was wearing leggings. And this person said to Christine, you can't wear that. She's like, well, are you going to pay for my new wardrobe? I exactly. I mean, that really made me bananas. But also, that was also part of my I'm bucking the system thing. Right. But I, I like, remember you oh, came yeah. home and you were like, livid. Well, livid. I was because. How dare you say I that? Remember, God bless them. I, <laughs> um, I was in a staging rehearsal in sea level, you know, and I mean, bless them, they do their best to keep things clean, but there's dust in there from 1966. Right along with the same cold virus that has been in the ventilation system. So that just, they, they do what they can. But if we're rolling around on the floor, right. and I literally said this to them, and I said, listen, if I'm going to be rolling around on the floor, you want me to put on a silk pantsuit or something? Forget it. I'm here to work. And, right. you know, just doing that while you're in the Young Artist Program, when you're supposed to be like, oh, yes, of course, of course. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I won't do this. I won't do this. You'll just have to send me home. Oh, I did that once. I did that once in uh, in a rehearsal. Gosh, I think it was Gertrude Damron. And I got all dressed. We'll up get to that, by the way. What? We'll get, we'll get to that. How did you end up with Electra and Gertrude Damron and I didn't? <laughs> but go on, please. Um, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, but, but how times have changed, though, because, I mean, honestly, right now with rehearsals, I, you see everything across the board, what people wear. I mean, most of the time, like we're, half of us are in like Athleta, Athletica or whatever it is, or Lululemon or, or, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Now I will never walk in in a pair of jean shorts and a tank top. Thank you very much. But I I've like seen that. that That's a hot mess, man. But I, <laughs> but, but I mean, I, you know, I try to look put together, but if I'm rolling around the floor, I'm not wearing no. You you see got, you see dressed up first day of rehearsal and then we find out what's going on and what the set is and the shenanigans and then everything changes. And the old navy comes out. Yes, old absolutely. Out. Yeah. I miss those days though of rehearsal. Oh, I miss oh. I miss them too. Oh, okay, you've been I'm sorry I'm going to 180 this conversation. You have been you started a new thing with teaching and a new yes. website and a whole new thing like how is that going? Are you enjoying it, it? Yeah, I am. I mean, look, I, I sat here for like two months. I, I'm, I'm not a person who is prone to depression. I'm a person who's like, right, well, this sucks. Let's get on with it and figure right. something out. I had two months of literally staring at the wall. I couldn't get out of bed. I, I had no idea what to do. I, I was scared. This was, I, I've not seen myself like this ever. And I didn't want to sing. I, there was no way I had any intention of trying. There was no reason to. I was miserable at the prospect of it. And about two months in, a friend of mine called and said, can you just go through something with me? Because I have to go do this thing, and I know you know it. And, and I was like, how am I going to go through this? She goes, I'll call you on Zoom. We'll just go through it. And I was like, it's not going to be Zoom? helpful, but fine. Yeah. Zoom? <laughs> exactly. I didn't know I don't what Zoom know. was before. <laughs> I don't know. I never, right, exactly. I had no clue. And um, so she called and we worked on, she wanted to work on uh, Didon, uh, Adieu Fieresité. So we were looking at the end of this and we get through it. And it was, I was actually really excited because she totally locked into a couple of things and she got excited herself. And so we were off and I thought, oh man, you know what? 
I sing Cassandra and um, my manager was always after me to learn Didon because said, you know, you could do both roles and walk home with two fees. <laughs> Remember uh -huh. when we got fees? Isn't that, that was fun. What was that? Um, it's been like, what's that? So I said, you know, maybe I'll just sing through this for fun. And I did. And then I sang through all of Cassandra's aria. And then I busted out the, the Liebes Toad. And then I took out, you know, Santuzza. I, I vocal vomited for like three hours. I couldn't stop. And suddenly I was like, right. Okay, enough of that. Now I'm ready to do something. And it turned out, if I'm just going to sit here, if it was helpful to my friend, I thought perhaps I could be helpful to other people. And uh, this, this sort of, you know, at-home coaching thing was born. And so I'm, I'm doing this between 16 and 20 hours a week. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, and it's, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm really loving it. I'm loving it. I'm surprised. I, you know, Sweetwater owns my life now because I bought all the tech that I'm still trying to figure out how to use. <laughs> but um, is this your next step? You think this is the next step? Are you ready to, to just teach full-time, do you think? or No, and in fact, that's not what I want to do. Oh. I was wondering if this time off was going to make you kind of think about, you know? Oh, I've, oh I've always known where I was going. I just thought I had another five or six years. But now, I listen, I know no one's written the next chapter, but I want to run a company. And I always have wanted to run a company. And with that cap on, I can see how it is going to be very slow going as far as what repertoire is going to come back first. And my repertoire requires huge forces mm -hmm. and tons of people on stage and in the pit. And that's going to be a difficulty past when we open. Um, and so I, I am chasing down friends who are doing orchestral reductions of everything that I do, <laughs> which I'm here for. <clears throat> but the um, the grand scheme of what I would like to do someday is I would like to run a company. I would like to get into administration because the idea of actually leaving the opera house, I, it hurts my soul. Yeah. So I know what I'm supposed to be doing at some point. Um, am I ready to stop singing? No, damn it. I just figured out what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to hang on for a few more years. And let's be honest, I'm ready to roll up on like, you know, the mother in Hansel and Gretel anytime now and let y'all go back and have the first dressing room and pick up your train and be like, yeah, you're going to do great. And I'll just sit back there and have my coffee. <laughs> Yo, I earned it. I'm ready. <laughs> Can I ask you, because I, Carrie and I have never had children. And what did, I've never really asked anybody, what does that do to the voice and your, not only the voice, but your body, your, your singing apparatus. How about that? After so having a child. I tell you, the funny thing is, is actually singing pregnant. Mm -hmm. It's so great. Because you, well, think of it. Are you guys tighter, tighter, or looser, looser corset girls? Oh, I love it tight. Oh my God. Tight, tight. Yeah, me too. I'm a tighter, tighter girl. So guess what? Here's this little nugget who's like, hang on a second. Let me just hold all that up for you. For nine oh. months. Oh, I'm like, cool. please don't come out. Because <laughs> I'm lazy. Fine. So it's, and I mean, also hormones. And people did warn me. They're like, listen, I mean, things will change. And nine times out of 10, you will end up with uh, more richness in the middle. And I was like, well, oh shit. But okay, yay. <laughs> so, but it did happen this way. You know, things changed. And it did feel more like, 
instead of what I would always go for, like hourglass, mm -hmm. you know, it did start to feel more like a column. Vocally. Uh, vocally. Um, and just as far as placement goes. And it, it did all change. My rep, you know, there was always Sandra and I always went through this. I'd come home and be like, I'm a soprano. Oh, somebody thinks I'm a mezzo. Oh, no, I'm a soprano. Oh, my God, somebody thinks I'm a mezzo. Whatever. It turns out that. it doesn't matter. Yeah. But that color and that placement, that's where it changed. My pasado dropped from, gosh, when I was in my 20s, it was like, you know, E, uh, e F, F sharp, where most sopranos live. Mm -hmm. my, my pasado, my soprano, where are you, soprano? Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. Yours is still there, isn't it? Mine actually went higher. My You're voice so is higher through menopause. Yeah. Yes, but did, did your passaggio go higher? Where is your passaggio? G. Oh. I have a sustained E natural and on a good day, an F. Queen Why do you have to show off, Radvanovsky? You're, uh, you're a weirdo, but I love I'm you. I'm a freak. Yeah. <laughs> you're a show off from hell, but I'll let you get away hey, with listen, it. listen, I was <laughs> waiting for it to like go through menopause. Now that I'm done with menopause, I was like, please go down lower. Okay. Um, Why? I wait, wait, wait. If I had a high, a high sustained E, um, I'd show that off too. Like, hello, bitches, watch right? this. <laughs> right? I well, just wander right in there. Yeah. I'm like, you singing the bolero from Best Free with the high E natural soon. Don't jinx, don't, don't jinx it. Oh, no. 45 minutes long. I'll be out in the front row throwing money at you. No, 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 get your bills ready. No, no, it's coming. Get your bills ready. No, right now. Go, go, throw them, throw them. But it, it's, Mom. it's interesting. Babies and menopause. Like menopause, I don't know if, if you've gone through it yet, Christine. Okay, so I actually don't know. Look at all the things your viewers are going to find out about me. Well, this no, is amazing. It's some people don't talk about menopause in this business. No. It is no, no, I'm here for it. It's cool. So first of all, the baby thing, yours went up. Mm -hmm. My pasanjo now is B flat to D in the middle of the staff. Whoa. I know. Okay, okay. open vowel, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Whoa. And guess what the first two notes are? It's Electra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good time. <laughs> I'm an ah vowel. I walk out there and I'm like, don't be scared, don't be scared. <laughs> yeah, but that's the right thing. It's like, so, bring it up. <laughs> so what have you done? What have you done going through menopause or whatever? Right. So the thing is, is, I'll let you know. Um, I don't know actually if I'm in menopause yet. And here, um, as of a, a year and a half ago, I have no uterus. <gasps> hey, everybody! Now you know that about me. Whoa! <laughs> Two years ago, um, just you know, my my uterus jumped the shark, and I was like, I've had enough of you. Out you go. I'm not using it anymore. Okay. Ovaries too, or just the uterus? Uh, so this was the summer before the ring at the Met. And of course my doctor was like, you know, I'm going to fight you for the ovaries. And I said, you know, you can't have them. <laughs> she fine. said, but, but she's like, why not? And I said, cause you'll throw me into menopause overnight and no. that'll be the end of me. And I have a ring cycle. <laughs> so she goes, all right, you better come in here for scans or I'll find you. I love my doctor. Oh, okay. And um, so she left them and I go and I get an ultrasound every six months and, uh, you know, the funny thing is, I, <clears throat> I'm so glad that I did it because I was having all kinds of weird things associated with 
female nonsense right. and it affects your cords as we know right so now that wasn't happening anymore and that was great but because of that the only way i can find out where i am in the grand scheme of things is to have a blood test oh wait 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 so where you are like where you are hormonally is to find yeah. out okay okay like where you are where in heading cycle. Menopause. oh okay 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 I remember. Uh, I have no idea. <clears throat> yeah, it's a bit of a roulette, right? That's you know not what? roulette, though. I don't gamble this much. It's dice, I've, but I've never said to anybody. But when I was preparing, yet yeah, Carrie doesn't even know this. When I was preparing to do the three queens, I my my cycle was getting really irregular. But I have PCOS anyway, so it was always kind of irregular. But it was getting really irregular. And so my doctor said, well, you know what? I'm just going to send you to the gynecologist and get the blood test and see where your hormones are. And I go to this doctor thinking, oh, you know, he's going to say, you're in pre-menopause. And he said, well, you're in full-blown menopause. And this was one month before I was to start the three queens at the Metropolitan Office. <laughs> and I said to the doctor, um, anything else you could tell me to like really make my day? And he said, well, you know, uh, hormones. And I'm like, oh, no. Right? I, I'm an opera singer. I, I'm not going to do that. And he said, well, no, it'll, it'll make your voice better. And I said, do you really know that? So, How's your uterus, sir? Exactly. And it's, <laughs> I, you know, I call the voice doctor that, that did my vocal surgery and said, um, excuse me, but off the record, will you tell me what do hormones do? And he said, quote, it can make the voice highly unstable. Yes. And like, girl, I already got that going on. I don't need anything else. <laughs> so let me tell you this exactly. The stress of doing the three queens and then the uh, uncertainty of knowing what the voice was going to be like from day to day, not like from week, like day to day. You would wake up one day. It was great. And I would, I went and sang on a balloon. I was like, oh, high C soft was there. And the next day was like, uh. And you have no control over it. Yeah. And I talked to so many singers and were like, okay, what did you do? And this one said, yeah, I did hormone replacement. The other one said, I didn't. And you go, you know what? I'm just going to ride this ride and see what happens. But there's, there's no one, it's the same thing we talked about five minutes ago. There's no one correct way for everybody. No. So, I mean, we, and also from day to day, this changes. Um, before all of this, I had a similar experience, but it was before I, you know, removed the offensive part. <laughs> um, the season before I was doing a lecture at the Met and my doctor kind of encouraged me to do the hysterectomy the year before because things started to get bad. And she's like, you're not even using it. And I was like, that's not the point. I'm not going to have a surgery because it's like a C-section surgery and it's, there's six weeks of recovery. I didn't have six weeks and I didn't want to cancel these things that were coming. So I will not go into gory detail. Let's just say that I was highly anemic. There were yeah. days I could not leave my house. And one of the performances of Electra at the Met, I, oh God, am I going to say this? Yes, I am. I was so scared. I was not going to make it through an hour and 40 minutes on stage without being able to come off without destroying my costume in front of a full house of people that let's just say there were many layers of protection, including things that depend. Gosh. Oh my God. I remember that. I remember <laughs> you saying, Sandra, do you have anything? Oh my God. I was, 
And I was like, I cannot believe I'm doing this. Thank God this costume is baggy. But I could just imagine if it was like a regular production and something happened, it'd be like, oh, cool, it's part of the production, but it's not. This one was all like, you're in like street clothes. I was like, well, great. I, think I should probably. I mean, can you yeah. imagine if you were in one of those where you can't even like get up under your skirt because you have so much stuff? Like, I, I sometimes I feel like, does anybody, I mean, we sometimes are on a job so long, we have like two periods and I'm, in my, I'm on my period and a dress that I can't do anything. What am I going to do for this entire show? Because I know it's right. going to be an absolute disaster. And to then go through something like that, where your body is 10 times what it normally is, I can't even, I mean, that's just horrendous. I'm sorry. Well, no, 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 it's true. But I mean, I laughed because I, I had this conversation with um, a dresser in Chicago, who I'm sure we all know, who is just the most wonderful human being ever. Yeah. And uh, she was like, I have done things. And I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> she like, oh, yeah. did it for me. Like, she did it for me. I was like, oh my God. Y'all are, pay your dressers. Angels. Angels. your dressers. Thank bring you. them alcohol. Bring them flowers. Hug Thank them. Maybe their kids. Whatever it takes. They are your friends. <laughs> okay. I want to ask you a question that is really none of my business, but I am cool. And we can edit this out. So um, we've talked to a lot of singers, but very few that are Americans, your level, stuck in the States where we can't work and we have no idea when it's going to open back up. So I, what I find really fascinating is that everybody on every, you know, everybody always thinks that you guys are on your level, you know, you've made so much money, you're, you sing all the time and you get top fees and blah, 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 blah. But I don't think that people realize how financially burdened, like financially devastating this was for all of us. And um, so I was curious if you would want to talk about what kind of financial fallout happened with you and your family, and especially being an American, looking at a much longer time to get back on stage, except for those few possibilities in Europe that we can, I guess, canceled, canceled or we can get visas for now. I have no idea. But I mean, I, I feel like I see three Americans over there, but I mean, the rest of us are stuck at home, not being able to work. So do you want to go there? Do you want to talk about that? Oh, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Hang just... on. Here's my seatbelt. Let's do it. Okay. Um, so first of all, I don't care if you make $15,000 or $150,000, losing an entire year's worth of work is an entire year's worth of work. It, I mean, we're rolling up right now. I'm hearing things now. People are trying, but we're looking at at least 15 months. Yeah. I mean, and I, you say the people, I, the people who are over already in, in the Europe, I feel like these are people who have fest contracts and it's a different situation. So they are able somehow to get there. But my one piece of work that was not canceled for me this year were concerts in Munich with the radio orchestra. And they basically wrote and said, well, first of all, it's a small hall. We're not sure how we're going to space the orchestra, but honestly, we're just going to have to cancel because Miss Gerke probably won't be allowed into the country. Without even trying, they canceled it. What, what could they do? What could they do? Well, some uh, Americans so, have gone over there. Yes, but I mean, are they people who are going to do guest things or are they people who are going to be part of a program or being part of a fest? I think it's both. That's a different, okay, so I've not, I mean, I've only seen, you know, friends who are going over to join fest programs, but um, it's getting out of the country is the thing. Um, and, you know, it's, I can't blame anyone. I can't blame anyone. I am 
making masks. I am wearing masks. I am doing everything that I'm being told to do to try and keep everyone else safe. Right. And I, I mean, it's so difficult when I don't just see people wandering around, but I see colleagues blatantly, blatantly, just com not complaining even, bragging about being and, 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 and showing that this doesn't really mean anything to them and thinking that this is a hoax. And it's so difficult when I hear people saying things like that. And I had, you know, friends end up in refrigerated trucks in New York City a couple of months ago. No, I, I think the, the gamut of how everyone has dealt with yeah. this and what they believe and what they don't believe, because honestly, I mean, the information that we've all been given has run the gamut. And even alone in our own country with the CDC that we've all trusted for years is all of a sudden nobody knows what to believe anymore. They and just people, changed their story today. Yeah, I know. It, it's so frustrating. And so, but I just, I feel like in the United States specifically, because it has been such a shit show, um, I find the financial fallout for all of us on whatever level it is, is enormous. And I mean, I'm really lucky that I, I feel extremely lucky that I have a husband that has a quote, I always call it a normal job, a quote unquote normal job. And that it's actually, he, they're doing well and, and the company's surviving. And so, um, but there's always that thought in the back of my mind. I mean, what happens? I mean, what do we, you know, well, I mean, we're all of our, from here? yeah, what are we doing? How do we, how do we figure out how to make money? I mean, mm -hmm. teaching is a viable option, but all of us can't start sudden be teaching. <laughs> well, and also, I mean, I mean, I've seen a drop off too, because, you know, school started. I knew that was going to happen. Right. And people are, they're registered in school and they are not taking a gap year. And so they're getting their lessons and coachings and things covered and good. Um, but you know, I'm scrambling to do whatever I can. And my husband also has a muggle job, which is awesome. Mom. And well, you know, I love that. Phrase. I love that. But, um, but the thing is, is that he has had to take care. His mother is in assisted living and it's very costly right. and it's not covered by things. So he and his brothers have to take care of that. Plus extra nurses. Plus there are a million other things that are unrelated and i mean you know we set up our finances with our our spouses with our partners with whoever else can, you know helps out with the family and you know you take care of this you take care of this this right. is coming out of this i have always taken care of a majority of things because i had been doing that since before i met him and it's sort of how things were set up and the mortgage is me the the big bills are me all of these things suddenly, I mean, I, we refinanced my house and I took money out against the mortgage, which made me really mad because I ended up taking out exactly what I've paid in over the 15 years we've lived here. So I'm back to square one, oh, but it's over our head right. and we have some money aside for an emergency okay. and that is all I can hope for at the moment. So I feel very lucky that I had something to borrow against. Exactly. There's a lot of other singers, not just in the U.S., but worldwide that didn't plan this way and or luckily or we live paycheck to paycheck you know yeah. job to job and luckily all three of us have husbands that are very frugal and all three of us i think are quite frugal and you know we can survive for a little while longer but if this keeps going well and there's the next question it's not just keep going what is it going to look like when we come back and that's it what do you think what do you see the future of opera being Look, I think that we are in a place now where 
the digital content is not going away. I think that it should be an accompaniment to what we want to get back to. It is never going to be a substitute for live performance. Thank you. You know, there is a visceral connection that happens between the stage and the audience. There's electricity that is passed between human beings and that's the magic of what we do. Right. So what we are offering up right now, I'm so grateful for it. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's a necessity because when people sort of think about, well, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, opera. Okay. But you know, when everybody gets upset, what's the first thing that they do? They turn to music somehow, whether it's opera or pop or, you know, oh my God, that Queen song is going to make me feel so much better right now. <laughs> I was going to Queen first. I'm like, that's where, where I go. I'm like, Freddie, okay. lift me up. But I mean, we connect with music. Mm -hmm. It is as much a part of our soul as anything else. Yep. So people are desperate for this. I mean, I, I dragged out my giant speaker from my music room and plopped it on my porch and I WhatsApped my entire neighborhood and I was like, guys, bring chairs and like come over and hang out because I'm going to be making noise for two hours on my porch. Yeah. So, you know, like 50 people showed up with lawn chairs and I stood on my porch and I did a, a concert for them. And That's cool. I mean, just because, and they were so grateful. They keep texting me like, when's the next one? And I was like, it's cold. I'm cranky. So not now. <laughs> but because, um, but this um, is the thing. It's like, we are desperate for that connection, the human connection. I feel very strongly that we need to be doing more right now. We need to be getting out of the theaters while the weather will allow. We need to be doing things in a safe way. I feel like this society, especially in the United States, we are so much driven by lawyers and liability that we are not willing to take chances. Yeah. And while I totally understand that, we is have that to change. It, I, well, we have to find a new way or, because the models that we have right now simply won't function. It's broken. I'm sorry. It's Our been broken for a long time, though. Don't you agree? Yes. But you can't even, I mean, even if you wanted to do an outdoor concert, because in this country, every county, every what city has different rules for whatever you, I mean, you could plan this whole thing and then the whole thing gets shut down because you can't gather more than 10 people together in one place. It's really like, I, I don't know how to get around I need somebody way smarter than me to figure out how to, how to get around all that. Cause that's a hot well, mess. Things are being opened up. Now, like in New Jersey here where I live, <clears throat> they are now allowing indoor performances of up to 20% or 25% of the okay. audience. Cool. Um, and if that is the case, I mean, people are doing things outside all the time and they do impromptu things where they like roll up and don't advertise it and they just do it. All right. Okay, I am actually, I am very excited about this. I am connected to Michigan Opera Theater. My family lives outside of, of Detroit. And I have, um, I've just joined the board of the Great Lakes Chamber Music Festival. So I've got a Detroit tie. And I have kind of fallen in love with, with MOT. And I, I love the size of the company. I love what they do. I I, I see that they are trying to make a vision for the future. So I'm really excited to be involved with that company. They have just named a new artistic director. That's in, yeah. And Yuval Sharon, who is just, I mean, if you want to talk about thinking outside of the box, this man builds his own box and then jumps in it. So, <laughs> which is awesome. Mm -hmm. and, and so he's like, he called before he was officially announced and said, 
I have a really crazy idea. And I was like, cool, I love crazy ideas. He's like, so you know the company owns the opera house? And I said, yes, they own the parking garage also, which makes them super financially stable. And he goes, about that. And I said, I cannot wait for this. Mm -hmm. In the end, it's now been announced. He proposed that eight to 10 cars drive in each level and see a scene from Gajanamarong all the way up the levels to the top level <laughs> where I'm going to be doing excerpts from the immolation scene. Cool. And I started laughing and I was like, it's, it's Detroit. You should call up Ford and get a Mustang. That could be Grana. And he goes, okay. And he did. <laughs> when is this happening? So I'm here for this. It's happening next month. October wow. 17th, 19th, 21st or 16th of October. In yes. the parking garage. Yes, 17, 18, 20 right now, but I think they're talking about adding another performance. So you roll, cool. so you drive through and you like roll your window down and watch the scene? How's that yes, work? they're also going to have, you could, yes, do that, but they, so we have hired uh, Ed Windles, who is a brilliant uh, orchestrator and uh, composer himself. He's a friend and he has done a really tiny reduction. So I have something like eight instruments. I believe uh, the Valtrauta scene, I hope I'm not talking out of court, out of school, out of court. I'm sorry, Ruth is on my mind. Um, and uh, I think the Valtrauta scene has uh, very limited things with like cello and, and things, but Ooh. it's going to be really cool. And so we will have, because it's outdoors, we will have a microphone uh, and okay. it will be transmitted to their car radios so oh, that it is super nice safe idea. and the ed people will drive up and it will be that excerpt and then they will drive to the next level and there will be some sound bleed and that's intentional but these scenes will all be going on at the same time and we're going to have um uh, poetry written by a detroit-based poet who is they're going to explain what's happening in between the scenes as the cars drive up Whoa. and um, wow. I, I think it's a brilliant idea it's thinking out of the box it's doing something it's bringing live art to people yeah i I am here to recreate. I think that's what we have to do. We cannot abide what was because what was will never be again. Oh, that means that. But every it's not that some of it won't, but it will no. never be exactly the same. And no, it won't. I feel like this business has kind of been stuck since 1984. Oh, keep and going. I really, I mean, it's like, you know, the reset button got hit, which apparently looks like my hand because I just hit the hell is that? There all I know you is know that I mean? there was something about that car thing that just made me think about car snacks. Like, how fun is that? <laughs> okay, also that, you yes. There, yes, you did. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, you know, because road trip always means like some fun food. food from the gas station. And so yes. Like, ooh, ooh, can we have, can I just call that dude, I don't remember what you said his name was, and be like, hey, can we set up a menu of car snacks? And Do you know what? Those? Can I just tell you something? Oatmeal cream pies, hello. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna find out if people actually thought of this because if not, then we should get some of the local food trucks yes. to set up and like allow people to purchase boxes to like bring things there in. There you go and sit mm -hmm. and eat. And maybe you so thought. Maybe in advance. Things. Maybe in an advance thing. Exactly. Yeah. As they drive in, they can be handed their boxes of food. Bingo. Yeah. And have it be a theme. Fine. Yeah. Like where you have like or s'mores or, or something, you know, on fire as they um, hand them in, it'd be great. <laughs> uh, Debbie, Debbie, uh, roll. What are those chocolate roll-ups? Like that's I love those. Oh, Yodos. little Debbie's. Oh, little Debbie's. Are you, oh, Sam and Drake's cakes, girl. I'm from Long Island. 
But oh, Yodel's no. also, you guys, whatever. I mean, come on. Hey. I'm just saying that, that Drake's cakes rule the world, whatever. Oh, no. Rude, rude, rude. I got a question for you, Gerky. Oh, okay. So I want to pivot. I hate that word. I really pivot. hate that word. I want to know how does a singer know when it's time to move on to larger repertoire? Oh, God. English. The singer doesn't have to know. Your voice will tell you if you're paying attention, which I wasn't. Well, no, I'm not saying you, but just in general, how do singers know? Because I know that you, you had that huge pivot. I did, but, but you know, the thing ago, is, how did you know? But I mean, we all, we all have a pivot at some point. Yep. And I feel like I'm, I'm talking to a lot of young singers. I'm, I'm actually, this is the cool thing. I, I apparently have become like the, I'm not sure where I live, Fahwise person to come to. I'm here for it because that's awesome. Right. But it, I am encouraging folks. They're like, I don't know. I kind of feel like I want to try this, but everyone's saying it's too soon. And I said, so here's what the best advice that I had ever gotten. And I got it too late, but I was happy that I, I had the verification of the way that I was thinking. Um, I was so nervous and I was asked to look at Brunhilde for a ring way earlier than I did it. And I thought, this is too soon. I was 36. And I was like, this is too soon. But I thought, I know who I need to ask. So I sent off a message to Deborah Pulaski. And I was like, you have always done everything with your voice. What? It's, I think it's too soon. I think I'm too young for this and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, God, Americans are so concerned with numbers. And I said, okay, this, yeah, this, what, what are you worried about a number? Why does your 37 look like somebody else's? Does your voice sound like somebody else's? Does your body look like somebody else's? The thing is, and I am encouraging everyone to do this, try it on for size. You're not accepting the role tomorrow. If there's something you want to sing, especially right now, good God, is there a better time to try stuff on? Well, that's right? why I wanted to ask that. I mean, this is, do you feel, because I feel like my voice having taken this time off, it was a gift because I needed I to shut needed up. I needed it. I need, and, and the voice responds by giving it that time to rest. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, yeah, now's the time to really try that stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that's totally true. I am... I'm leaning into a bunch of rep that I have had sitting around for a while thinking, <laughs> right, is it time to do this now? Right. So the other day out of nowhere, I just made myself so miserable by doing it for some unknown reason. I took Isolde out. Not like I'm getting to sing it this year or anything, but um, I thought, what the hell? And I sang through the Liebestod for no reason. And I got to the end of it and I just went, oh, and I said, that must've been a one-off. Let me try it again. I don't know if y'all know the way that the, it, it ends is on a B, F sharp, F sharp. Okay. And it's like the, the F sharp at the end of the entire damn opera has to be like, <laughs> can I just tell you how much I love the idea of doing that on an F sharp? <laughs> and every time I got to it, it's like, one of those, those right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like looking at, it's like you can see it coming. It's one of those moments where you're following along in your head and the music going, and then it's coming. But I did it and all of a sudden I went, there must have been a one-off. So I did it again. And I did it again. And I thought, three times in a row. I jumped up and down. I was so excited. And I was like, I figured it out. I have no place to do it, but I figured it out. 
No, but I think that's the gift of this time. I mean, I think, I, I feel like we've gone, gone, gone so much that certain things get, cre get uh, sorry, certain things creep in there. Yeah. And there's things in roles that, uh, roles that I love, I sing really well, but there's some parts of it that I really am like, oh, Carrie, that just doesn't work. And it just kind of kept compounding itself because you don't have time to tear it apart. And then you're going on in the next time doing another role. Yep. So this time, once I got over the grief, I think of all of it, like what you were talking about the first few months and actually singing was, was bringing me massive tears. I found that there was joy and actually having the time to go figure out those places, fix them. And it makes me look forward to whenever girl, I don't know, 15 months, two years, whatever. And, and if they still want to hire me, I'll be ready. Does that make sense? Like I figured it out and I hope you still want to hire me. Lord mercy. Listen, I mean, we are, we are all here and ready to go. I mean, there's, I think you're absolutely right about the time. And I, like I say, there are things that I, I'm of a, I'm of an age. You're younger, Carrie, but I'm at of an age. And um, <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> no. But, but if you're of an age, then I'm of an age. Listen. So. Yo, it is. Everybody's blonde, you know? Like, what? Well, you know. Oh, I, I'm sorry, but I wish I had done this like 20 years ago. Can I just have a moment, actually? I wasn't going to say anything, but here I am going to say it now. Bomb, bam, shell. Yes. Yes. Can, can, can I just say... Um, how many years did I try to get you to be blown, Miss Carrie? Shut up. <laughs> oh my God. I really, I am not going to lie. Up. It's gorgeous. Thanks. Gorgeous. Thanks. And I'm looking at you two and going, oh, I need my highlights back. It's a little dark. Okay. But I think it looks no, but I love you both. Winter. And you both coming. have this amazing, like curly hair. That's so fabulous. My mom has that kind of hair and as I've always wanted it, I never got it. My brother got it. Stop. Grass is greener, lady. Grass is greener. This is the most controlled it's been in like weeks. I've been like, oh, look, it's a triangle today. But crazy bun. Fine. But you didn't even Thing. know you had that hair, Christine. I didn't. I used to get perms because the 80s. I know it was not good. I know. Can you believe that? And as did I when I was younger. No, I didn't know I had this. It was the I, 80s. We all got them. We also had bi levels. Oh, yes, we did. Yes. That was a mistake. Oh my God, you guys are cracking up. This is but here, but look, the, were... what are the, are there roles that you have always wanted to look at and that you were not, like right now, are there roles that you're sitting, that were sitting around that you're like, I'm just going to put them on and see? Yeah. What are they? For me? Mm -hmm. ones that I've always really wanted to do Andrea that Shins you're like busting out right now like Andrea Shinyang Manolo oh. Still those are my two faves that I really want to I really just I just want to sing them because it makes my heart happy and that I know like I can't wait to just call somebody and be like you have to hear this you know like, so <laughs> yeah. those are two of my faves um, there's Amazing. also like for Angelica, there's the Tritico, you know, Il Tritico, like all these things that I really were there's on the, lot. were on the list. We were talking with people about, and then, you know, shit happens. And then the hardest part, let me say this, cause I don't know if this is happening to YouTube, but with everything canceling and everybody shifting the same season or a lot of the same stuff that took away things that I was penciled in for or were being talked about because, and now I'm like, are, oh my God, if we actually do come out of this, like, where is the work going to... Okay, but take a deep breath about that because that also means that people are going to be scrambling and shuffling and they're going to be putting in different repertoire. And also bear in mind, I love our colleagues from all over the world. 
But right now, I spoke to a friend who told me that her first available visa appointment is August of 2021. Thank you, Ms. So, God, I've you heard don't this. know what's going to happen. You, and, right? Well, exactly. It's, it's, you know, so maybe that will be, you know, for once, uh, people, Americans will want to hire Americans. I think what? It's, what, <gasps> it's what needs to happen. Thank I you agree. very much. And that goes back to what I want to do. Yeah, because I, I, I want <laughs> I want both of you to answer that question. Like, what are your, you know, what what are the roles that are still on your bucket list? Like, what do you? Oh, well, I'll get to that. I'll tell you those in a second. But okay. the thing about the Americans, I, I I said that I wanted to run a house. I don't just want to run a house. I know that New York City Opera is back in whatever you know capacity that it can be, and they're doing amazing things. But what we need is the house that Beverly Sills had. We need a house for emerging American artists, not a young artist program, not, you know, something that is like a three week program for, or a, a summer festival. We need a straight up company for emerging American artists. And yeah. I want to make that happen. And I'm and not- And that the other house won't do. Well, that's the thing. And find the way to bring in those artists who are needing to get on their feet, who just need stage experience. Huh. And we have to lean into the fact that we used to have, you know, gold and silver casts, A and B casts, and the audiences were excited to see the next generation coming up. Yep. Right. They still are, but we yep. have gotten away from that to this nobody but big stars mentality. And yep. that is not, it's detrimental to the existence of what we do. Well, there won't be a future of opera if we don't encourage and nurture those yeah. young artists. And so I agree. Well, we need, even we need a future. Even the ability of, like, let's say Sonder was singing Tosca at the Met, and they said, uh, "Carrie, want, we want you to cover the." It as I was growing up, those covers sometimes went on, and and it performances. Started, it started their career for both, you know. And I, but that's not even an option anymore. There's no, no they don't do that anymore for that. Well, we are, we need to fix that. I agree. Yeah. and I think I think that the more vocal we are. Maybe someone will listen. Well, or maybe, you know, the folks who are buying the tickets need to insist. Yeah. Well, that's what because, I mean. We. The, the yeah, we, the, the public. We. I mean, I think that's true. Um, as far as the roles that are sitting around for me, I'm about to make all of my mezzo friends mad, but <laughs> um, I have had Omneris sitting on my piano. I have had Santuza sitting on my piano. Um, I... I have mini out, but I'm not sure it's for me, although everybody keeps telling me it is. Um, and I love singing all of my German stuff, okay. but I, it's not all I do. I knew that the minute I stepped into this rep, I was going to be pigeonholed into it, mm -hmm. but it's not all that I do. And whoever's listening, somebody needs to hire me for fall staff at least one more time because mm -hmm. I can't get all the other stuff memorized because that's still stuck in my head and I may as well use it. <laughs> Put it out there. Hey, world. I did. Universe. What about you, Sandra? Yeah, what about well, you? Ooh, I had a role debut canceled. Leparello. Mm -hmm. And I have sitting on my floor a stack of music about that high that not only do I want to learn, but I have to learn. So that would include... Uh, turned out. Yes! Oh, that sorry. would include Minnie. Yes! That would include Attila. All yours. 
<laughs> you, wait, wait, you just went from mini to Attila. <laughs> That's yeah, but Skippy McGee here now has like a high E that she rolls out of bed with. So I I'm am cool that freak. That. Yes, I am that freak. Yes. Um, what else is on that list? No, no German. Um, uh, what else? I think that's like the, like the the highlight version. Cool for right now. Like and real. you know what? I'm happy there are no there aren't too many roles that I want to sing that I haven't sung. Cool. I am one of those lucky people. I do want to do there. Oh yeah, there's one more, but that's like lower on the stack. You know, like the ones on the top, I got to pull out first. Um, the whole Tritico. So I have to learn. I know. I have to learn Tabarro and I have to learn Johnny Skiki. Love it. Johnny Skaka. Skaka. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, look at, I'm 51. Is all this going to happen? Who knows? But I feel like I'm singing better than I have ever in my life. Isn't that the suckiest part of this? Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm like, I just figured all this shit out. I know. And I had you a Zoom. You will let me away from me right now. I got six years left. I know. Maybe. And More. I had a Zoom coaching the other day. Oh, that was just painful. What did you have? I had a coaching with Tony via Zoom. I hated it. But I loved it. But I hated it. I know. I know, but look, it's not easy. No matter yes, but no matter what equipment you and I have, it's not so easy to sort of hear things and figure things out and really get feedback if you're not in the room with somebody. Yeah, uh, it depends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, you got me up early. It is early. Are we? Are we? I gotta go get a COVID test. So we got to do some, yeah, I've not had one yet, so. Oh, you haven't? No. Fun. It's, 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 it's the one in the. Oh, yeah, and there's a four to five hour wait. Okay, so I'm going to just warn you ahead of time, because I've had three of these, and luckily, there is a saliva test that you can take at home that's nice, but it takes some time to get it, but so. Not here in Canada yet. No, be, be really, really ready. Um. I feel like I walked out the first time without the, the, the front right lobe of my brain. Cause there's a, it's, I'm like, you can't scare me. I go to an ENT. I right. got a camera up my nose. Like that? Right. No. And I was like, you clearly have no idea what you're doing. Um, because he's like, oh, I know. <laughs> it's like I walked out like, Ooh, I, up the nose. Okay. You know, I went there with like prepared, you know, like mommy purse, you know, with the tissues thinking I was going to need all that kind of stuff. No, I needed water because it got so like up in there that I just needed to wash like saline rinse, whatever was going on. So sorry, bring water. Do I need show up I with need... a neti pot and just scare them all? Oh yeah. <laughs> Be like, hang on. I, I have my, my, I have my steramis though. Maybe I'll bring that. Bye. Is it like summer's <laughs> Eve? We need a summer's <laughs> Eve. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, okay. Picture. Oh my god. All right, rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Woohoo. Go girl. Go. Oh, okay. What's a lie you recently told? Uh I can't even there's so many. I mean what? Uh a lie I recently told. Um, that I was having connection issues while I was late for something on Zoom and I was actually just getting a coffee and a cookie. <laughs> Honest. Love it. Truth. Um, all that in my mind was, it's so big. 
We're editing <laughs> that out. <laughs> okay. Um, what is something you do that embarrasses your kids? Everything. <laughs> Everything. Absolutely. Um, actually, I am. I am that person that if I wander into a store and someone has like got their mask around their chin, oh, I will. Yeah. All six feet of me will march right up and go. I don't think you know how you wear that. Can you please put that up over your face? But don't take a chance with my health or somebody else's because I'll get up yeah. on your business. Uh, I can't do that here because you're allowed to carry guns on your hips. So no. I live in New Jersey. People carry them wherever the hell they want to. Oh, yeah, you I'll don't got to have a permit either. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> right, go ahead. Uh, what are three things that you have to do in the morning before you get going? Coffee. Um, I have to put... <laughs> This is so dumb because I don't wear a lot of makeup, but I have such red skin. I don't like leave, I, I put my moisturizer on, I put on my foundation and mascara. I don't care if I'm not going anywhere. I won't leave my bedroom without it. So that, yeah. coffee, and I gotta get a snuggle with my doggo. Oh, sweet. Oh, sweet. Okay. Um, worst costume malfunction you've ever had on a job? <laughs> Oh, I, I wonder if that's why. the when I, I can, there's been a lot. There's been so many. Um, yeah, I can think of a very well placed flash that you did on the Metropolitan Opera stage from the <laughs> That wasn't that was on purpose though. Um, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. another story. Um, I think the mal biggest malfunction is I put my foot. I wasn't even singing. I, how do I do these things? I was singing Vitalia in Paris. And it was in this uh, really decorative production. And it was just this huge skirted panier, fabulous thing. And um, Parto Parto was happening and Sesto was running off stage and I was running off after. And I put my foot forward and I managed to get my toe in between the hem and the, the like just where the basting was for the hem. Yes, yes. And I went, <laughs> And then they're still playing. And now I'm like on the floor. And I, this poor sister, it was Casarova. Um, and I was this way. And she is right behind the set going, are you okay? Because I was laughing at the fact that I just face planted at the Paris Opera. And I thought, well, I'm on the ground now. How the hell am I going to do this? I have a reset. So I just rolled over and tried to be all sexy about it and do the reset and get off stage. And I got off and... You know, you know what it's like you're in panniers and you're on the floor in a heap. It's not so dainty to get up. No, it is so not. The whole thing was a hot mess. And I came off and the assistant director had put it back. I was in the wings. And I said, did I save it? And he goes, no. <laughs> no. No, that was bad. <laughs> no, not at all. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Do we need to tell the story of that well-placed flash? We, we are talking about the flute, right? Yes. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, <laughs> does it involve right. a, a booby? No. no, it does not. It's even worse than that. So, yeah, a little lower. Um, <laughs> Frank Lopardo was singing uh, Camino. And, you know, Frankie, Frank and I are like Long Island buds. So it was like, you know, who's going to get who on stage? So anytime I walked out there, I was like trying to get him. He was trying to get me a laugh or something. And he, I don't even remember exactly what it was, but he totally made me break. And that's hard to do. And I was so mad because it was in the middle of like a, a quintet or something. And I had to turn up stage because I was laughing. And I thought, I got to get this guy back. So it was the old production. Um, and Dexter, is that, was that it? I'm not, I'm quite, anyway, the end, 
you know, you're the audience. So Tamina is here. Tamina's here. They stare at each other for like 20 minutes while the chorus happens. Then they turn up stage and get little capes on. We're over. So here's Frank. Here's Barbara Bonnie. I'm in the wings right opposite him. He can't move for like five minutes. With me. Yeah. Did and you rebel Wilson him? Maybe. So I'm over there going, and he's going like this. I'm going. <laughs> so finally, after a while, I went, I just, I had gone to Conway in New York, which no longer exists. But no. if anybody knows Conway, you know you can get for $1.99 the most horrific granny panties with all kinds of print on them. Oh, yes. Well. <laughs> oh! Oops, sorry. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Slip them on under all the things. And then I went, and I turned around, and I mooned him. And I just stood there, and I turned around, and he was like this on stage. <laughs> But the best part was that was, was in the I other was so wing. Of, I was so proud of myself, and we were cracking up in that wings. But as we looked across into two wings up on the other side, James Levine was standing there. <laughs> and I turned around and went, oh, I'm never gonna be home. Oh my god. Christy and I were like, do we run? Do we run? What do we, we do? What do, we do? Yeah. what do we do? Oh my god. Oh my lord. That is insane. I've spoken of, but Frank, if you see this, it is still one of my fondest memories, and you are awesome. Oh, yeah. Frankie. So what is something you love that nobody else does? Um, what is something that I love that nobody else does? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of boring. I like a lot of things that everybody else does. Okay. I don't know. I truly don't know. I'm okay. a huge Star Wars freak. Everybody's a Star Wars freak. But I mean, like, my family thinks that's really dorky. Oh, why? Star Wars is awesome. I think I you're a if you don't like Star Wars. There's something wrong with you. So That's what I say. What's the worst gift you, you've ever been given? The worst gift? Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, so this is going to sound really stupid, and um, it is my 15th anniversary coming up in, like, two weeks, so I hope you can watch this. Um, I, you know, dudes always love to do jewelry. They love it, and I'm, I, I'm so, I love the fact that I, I'm so not that person. I'm, I'm just not. I never have been. But um, bless his heart. My husband got me the most gorgeous um, Elsa Peretti thing from, I mean, I wear a lot of jewelry, but I do like the simplicity of like small Tiffany things. And so like, it's my one thing and I have it and that's it. Um, but he got me this like long, this huge heart that hangs on like this beautiful chain. And uh, I never wore it. Just it's I, it's beautiful, and I tried to take it out and wear it if we went to dinner, but I just didn't. And then for Christmas last year, I opened up the box and I was like, "Oh, he bought it for me again." The same thing. I didn't tell him, so I hope he doesn't see this. I'm like, I have two now. What do I do? Do I? And they're like, just take it back to the store. And I was like, I can't return it. It's like you could be like Flavor Flav and have like two of them on. <laughs> I on one of them and call it a day. <laughs> it's better than getting a vacuum cleaner for your birthday. Oh, but for Mother's Day, he bought me like paving stones so that I can do my own garden bed. That's cool. Okay. But a, what'd you get? A Dyson? Yeah. Oh, cry me a river. If it was like, you know, the shark from like, you know, seen on TV. 
that's like a whole other thing. But a Dyson's like a real thing. I do it love was, my Dyson. It, it was a handheld one. Too. I was like, oh, okay, that's but that's, so that's okay. Um, <laughs> all right, Christine. Every we ask everybody this question: favorite cuss word in any language? Any language? There we go. Girl, are you joking? You know what's coming. Do you want me to say it? Yeah. Fuck! Mm -hmm. It's I I I It's a flavor flaving particle. I put it in everything. My <gasps> daughters are. My daughter asked me last night, the little one, when can I curse? And I was like, please, my my eldest. She sounds like you know she's a sailor and in her room all the time now. Oh, yeah. I always told my kids, look, there are moments where it's going to be acceptable and where it isn't. And you need to learn where those are. If you're using them correctly in the house, I'm cool with it. When you walk out the door, you need to understand that people will not be very happy with someone your age using this language. So please use it appropriately. When the little one was about six, you may have noticed I am loose with my language. <coughs> Proud of that. Um, she was marching up the stairs. She was furious about me taking her electronics away or something. And she stopped halfway up the stairs and looked at me on the couch and said, you, you, you're shit. And marched up the stairs. And I, that's the face I made here. I was like, to my great credit, I waited till she slammed the door to fall off the couch, crying, laughing. And then I was so, I was like, she used it right. So I marched up there and I said, we need to have a talk. And she said, about my language. And I said, no, you used that exactly right. What exactly are you mad about? And she was like, what? What you, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> so um, we're big fans of languages, languages, language in this house. And please know when to use which ones. Yeah. There you go. There's a certain time. You, there's a certain time for it. Or, you, or it just sounds like there's no meaning behind it. Right. There, there has to be a reason why you were pushed so far to say something that crap. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. So save it. Save it. I was like, you go to a Catholic school. Don't don't like march on in there and drop the F bomb, please. No, no. I like, can't have you being thrown out. <laughs> okay. First first celebrity crush. Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah. I'm that old. But also really? now, really? I mean, now he is. I, and everybody was like, Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford, yes. Harrison Ford. No, see, but also, I'm sorry, it's like, for me, the brain thing. If you go and look now, he's like, and you, do you follow this dude on Twitter at all? Yep. Come Mark, on. Well, no, I don't follow Mark Hamill on Twitter, no. Friend, please, like, follow Quit. him. He okay. is, first of all, he has a huge career as a voice actor. Second of all, he is one of the smartest dudes, and he's such a smart ass. I'm like, I knew I picked the right dude. I still have a crush on him. He's awesome. No crush. Okay. Okay. Mm, I don't know. I was, I was ready to have a, uh, what? Harrison Ford. Oh, uh, no, not Harrison. Well, yeah, Harrison Ford was super hot, but uh, Star Trek. Oh my gosh. Because I watched all that. Um, the original Captain Kirk. What is his name? Is when, uh, Shatner. Oh my Shatner. gosh. I wanted, Shatner. I wanted to watch Shatner. Like, I didn't even know what was happening because I was so young, but there was like part of me that was like, oh my God, like, why do I want to have this man's babies? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You know who mine yeah. is? But this is how old I am. Sean Cassidy. Okay. I, I knew of Sean Cassidy and Leif Garrett. Oh, yes, we are. All right. All right. You yes. bitch be old. <laughs> Um, do you want to ask the last one or do we need more? Yeah, no, no. Okay. All right. If heaven exists, what do you want to hear God say as you walk through the pearly gates? I guess it's okay if you come in. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say welcome home, but I thought, nah. <laughs> <laughs>
Hippo. <laughs> we'll forgive right. you. Get in here. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for all the time, Christine. It's great to talk to you. Thanks for laughing. I think we all needed a laugh today. Did we not? Yeah, we did. I desperately needed the laugh. I'm not even joking. So, (sighs) I know. Lady, have a good day. I hope that that COVID test is not anywhere near as invasive as it seems. Yeah, I got to tell them like which side to do it because I got that deviated septum. Not that we singers know that, right? No, but seriously, they may or may not pay attention, but do try. Mm -hmm. Right is right. That's what I right mean. is right. Left right is I'll is kill right. you. <laughs> right is right. Left is I'll cut you. Oh, God. Exactly. Ladies, such a pleasure to chat with you. Same with you. Thanks so much. Cheers. For Have a great day. Cheers, Stay sweetheart. Safe. Stay well. Bye. Bye. Bye.